0: You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome back to Super Mega Crash Beyond. I am your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley.
1: Oh, happy Monday.
0: I hope everyone is uh, having a good time, enjoying the weather. I guess it's been kind of nice.
1: Depends on probably where you're at. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You know, Uh, my niece sends me texts almost daily. She lives Mm -hmm. in uh, Louisiana, and it's not been a good time. They're like... So hot, their ground was bubbling. Oh, my God. She took a picture. I've never quite seen that before. It now looks like they have a fresh new road bump or speed bump in the middle of the street. Yeah. I've
0: never seen that.
1: Never in my life. So it's hot, needless to say. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been worried that we're going to get a a bad winter this year because we've had... Over the last few weeks, there have been mild days where... You're just outside going, man, it feels amazing out of here. Uh-huh, yeah. And then you have other days it goes back to the heat. So it's just like, so what are we doing here? Yes. Like I was kind of expecting some of the milder days a little later in the month. Sure. And then we had just been maintaining the heat, but the mild days came early and I've been worried. So.
1: Yeah. And we haven't really had the insane hot because I was always used to at least having a week of high mm. 90s triple digits, nice and humid could cut it with a knife, Mm -hmm. you know, we didn't have it nearly as long as other places, of course, you know, but we haven't had it. Yeah. And I I mean, I can't complain. Ours has been mild. We've had lots and lots of rain. So -hmm. it's pretty much stayed in like the seventies and eighties. We've had a few days where it was, you know, but nothing long enough to care about. So we've had a pretty nice summer too. So to your point, it does make me a little scared for the winter. I might have to like nope out on life. For a couple of months, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's so I look forward to my breaks around Thanksgiving and Christmas. I, I have enough vacation time now that I can just take both of those weeks off and still have plenty for the year, so that's it's, nice. It's
1: you don't have to compete with a bunch of other people for it.
0: Oh, no, I, I have kind of carved out my own little hole at my job to where I don't depend on anyone, so oh, no one depends it. on me. And I can just take off. <clears throat> I, I just know that when I come in the next day, it's just, I'll deal with it. It's fine. Right.
1: You're just going to have a week's worth of stuff to do the first day back. But yeah.
0: But I also have things to keep me occupied while I do it. I've got podcasts, things like that that I can mm-hmm. listen to. Uh, I don't listen to ours, but, you know, I could if, yeah. if I needed yeah. <laughs> extra content just to listen back at it.
1: Uh, I do rarely, <clears throat> but, yeah, I feel like I was like, I was there. Mm-hmm. I
0: remember the conversation to a point.
1: Not always will I remember, but oh, I mean, sometimes it's, people would say something on Twitter or whatever about the blah blah blah. And I'm like, crap! I better go back and listen because yeah. I don't know if I remember what they're talking about. Yeah, oh, what did yeah, I say? was a joke. Oh, I
0: made. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I saw a comment on something when uh, not that long ago. I think it was a memory on Facebook, and I can't remember what it was either. But mm-hmm. it was a comment I got from a friend of mine that was quoting something that I had said. And said it was the funniest damn thing ever. Said I literally LOL'd. And I was reading it going, what did I say? (laughs) And (laughs) and then I was trying to remember, and where did I say it? Right. And I think after I did some deductions looking at the time frame on it, I think it had to have been in a Porter and Ale episode or something of that nature. Or even a Save the Flavor because I was like, I don't remember what this was. But that's the only thing that made any sense to uh-huh. me. I was like, "Well, it had to be one of those things." So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, um, yeah,
1: you talk too much, people listen, and then I'm like, "Damn it, I don't <laughs> remember."
0: But it made me feel is. good, you know. Yeah. That I did make someone LOL in real life, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. LOL.
0: I can do that on occasion, especially when I'm on a roll and and I can mm-hmm. rant about things. You can ask my wife; she she like dies laughing, says it was wrong. We actually got into. I do want to bring this up. Mm. Uh, based on when this episode comes out, I'm not 100% sure. It'll probably be a little later, Mm -hmm. but could be uh, very soon. We did an episode of Inspired by Weaboo recently. Mm -hmm. And there was a, (laughs) we got off track, okay, at the very end, because there was a a topic of discussion, and I don't want to bring it up here, because I want people to go find it. I think it was an episode 38. Or 39. I want to say 38. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a relationship. We were discussing a relationship between certain characters. And then it, I just kind of threw out a possibility or, or mm-hmm. a way to, to, to look at it a certain way. And she she scoffed or chuckled at uh-huh. my suggestion. So that just led me on this <laughs> tirade. <laughs> I just fed the monster. Trying to... <laughs> explain myself because i i didn't feel like what i had described was bad uh-huh. uh but <laughs> i don't know it went Good. way Check off the rails out. really okay. quick Good. and so uh the episode could be out right now like i said i think it's episode 38 uh the reason i can't say that is because i haven't dug it out yet you know yeah. we just recently recorded it so uh mm-hmm. i don't know Go check
1: it out. Yeah, go check it
0: out for that too. (laughs) And for the anime, because maybe you like anime. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about anime. Mm
1: -mm.
0: Uh, We thought, since it was fairly fresh in our mind, and maybe hopefully fresh in the minds of some of our uh, listeners, we Uh would talk about Twisted Metal.
1: Twisted Metal. The
0: series on Mm -hmm. Peacock. The Peacock peacock original, if
1: you will. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, Uh, So... I want to preface this, and I definitely want your take uh, up front. I am not... I have never played a Twisted Metal game. Ever. Mm
1: -mm. Nope, same.
0: Okay. So, I had zero expectations. Right. I was aware of at least Sweet Tooth.
1: Yeah, Because he was
0: kind of the face of the...
1: Like on the box art. Yeah. I feel like we saw him there. Like, I've seen the game, for
0: sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I've there's never been a moment where it's been on my on my radar. I know right. that there have been tons of them. I, mm-hmm. I, I know what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. but I think when this it started off on PS One, I'm almost positive. Correct?
1: That could be. I know it's fairly old. Twisted Metal video game.
0: I'm yes. almost positive it's a PS One title. If I'm wrong, PS Two at, at the very oh, earliest. Oh, man. But I feel like it was a PS1 title.
1: You might be right. Let me go to the good old wikis. Woo. But, like, they've got to have a timeline one usually, mm-hmm. don't they? Where I don't have to read all of it. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 2, PlayStation.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: And then, yeah. So, oh, my God. It was on, like, portables and all sorts of stuff. So, wow. Um, main video game, Twisted Metal, 1995. PlayStation PC. All right. so Was, it was PlayStation like an, in 95?
0: Yes, it was. That was like the... I think that was the starting year for it. That could be. Because wow, all right. I remember I was uh, a, a wee teen when it was coming out. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. I'd love to get me one of those. Uh, but it's so expensive. But I have this they other were. console. And, you know, you were just torn. Because it seemed like the neat new toy. Uh-huh. But I had this... I guess a lot of consoles at the time, even as it was a cool new console, you'd see a lot of these other brands come out that weren't Nintendo, that weren't Sega, and they would mm-hmm. just like to... What was it? The 3DO, the M2, uh, the Sega Saturn... No, the Saturn. Atari ja- Jaguar.
1: Oh, God. Remember that yeah. one?
0: So you'd yeah. have... Yeah. All these things come out, and it was just like, so do I want to invest in this new product? I understand Fair. it's Sony, but, but even like the CDI wasn't that Philips Magnavox. So you have this known brand,
1: uh-huh.
0: and they're showcasing their new things, and you're like, this is cool, but exactly are you going to exist after? Because Nintendo going to
1: develop for you, yeah, yeah,
0: because Nintendo's been over here. And that's, I think it was one of the main reasons I was such a loyalist because I was like, they've been here since I've been a kid. Right. And they Still giving me stuff. Yeah. And they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to give me, Sony? Um, I think it was the same for us. It wasn't until the two where I was like, okay, maybe this is going to stick around. But Mm. you already know, as soon as I got a PC, that's pretty much where I went full in with my games. I had my Nintendos and all that kind of stuff and um yeah then Mm -hmm. i didn't really buy a lot until you know i got with the hubs he's console so we have a lot of them still but yeah
0: but yeah no um so i i was not aware well i was aware of the game but i never played it it was always one of those games i would hear about in game magazines Mm -hmm. and be like oh there's a new twisted metal coming i was like cool but i was never drawn to it you know
1: did a lot of racing games. There was a few. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There was a few that caught my eye and that I definitely played for F-Zero is one that comes to mind that mm-hmm. I just like abused when it came out for N64. I played it a lot, a lot, a lot. But yeah, I didn't necessarily go for a lot of racing games. Um, so easy for me to know why I probably just blew right past it. Okay. Um, and it was on PC. So I can't even say that was my excuse is that I wasn't playing on console. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like the demolition derby type yeah, I just yeah. don't think it caught my eye. Um, nothing other than that.
0: And I mean, I guess there's something uh, interesting or fun about that. But again, oh, yeah. at the time, I guess as it was progressing as a series, mm-hmm. there was never anything that really drew me in. So maybe by the time I did jump to PlayStation, I still wasn't drawn to it, you know? And I know mm-hmm. I could play them now. I'm almost positive that a lot of the earlier games are on the playstation now or even playstation plus
1: yeah it was like i was just reading here it even says that um the first uh 95 and 96 game twisted metal and then two is mm. on ps4 and ps5 it's saying okay. so it had to have been ported at some point i doubt remastered or anything but i don't know i know, doubt it for a fact but yeah. like, it just seems like they made it available to play over there so yeah probably some service you subscribe to for older games and mm. play it i would imagine it's my guess
0: So I guess we just wanted to clarify, we have no skin in this game. So if there was anything that this uh, series did that was wrong (laughs) to to fans or what have you.
1: I would be interested to hear that, though, because I looked up a little bit of it before I started the series because I wanted to know, is there even a plot Hmm. line that we're following? You know, I would imagine you've got characters that have some sort of backstories or something like that. But like, is there a story? And it doesn't really seem like it. So please correct me if I'm wrong from what I'm seeing here. So I kind of felt like that gave Peacock carte blanche to just use the world and do whatever the heck they wanted, which is. What I feel like they probably did. But again, someone mm-hmm. who's played the games and stuff, let me know. Because from what I can tell, it doesn't seem like we were missing anything.
0: It, it almost kind of seemed in that regard to where when they did Mortal Kombat the first time. Okay, yeah. We had the title cards or the character cards mm-hmm. within the game where you could kind of read a bit of history about each character. So you kind of had some idea
1: you could role play a little. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But beyond what you were kind of given on that text card,
1: mm-hmm. it was like,
0: okay, so uh, Johnny Cage happens to be a, an actor, Hollywood star who knows Kung Fu and he got sucked into Mortal Kombat. Got it. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have. So if you wanted to flesh that out more, you just have a baseline on what to start with. That kind of seems to me, like, as you said, yeah. that's all the games had. So you had like a little bit of an understanding of the character, but that was it. Now, mm-hmm. what they did in subsequent games, no idea. No idea. But yeah. I would assume they were kind of starting from scratch saying, okay, well, what could we do not to overcomplicate it? Because I know, again, not having any knowledge, but I'm aware that certain characters in this show were playable characters in the games, uh-huh. but maybe some of them were not utilized in the same way. I
1: don't I don't know. I feel like our two um, protagonists... Were probably just made up for the show, yeah. I feel because like they were probably just put in there for this, yeah.
0: Because Anthony Mackie, he plays uh, a John Doe, John Doe, so yep. that almost seems like you're saying, Well, that's you,
1: yeah, you know, whoever here, yeah. Like back in the day in the 90s, they didn't have, um, you know, real deep facial features, so you could pretty easily put. Whomever over yeah. that model, really, you know, it had eyes, a mouth, and a nose, and that was basically <laughs> right. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think that's fair, though, because then that kind of gives us uh, an avatar, if you will, of our own right. to say that yeah. well, that could be us in that situation. Yeah.
1: Player one that just entered the game. <laughs>
0: and then yeah. same goes for Quiet, who mm-hmm. is Stephanie Beatriz. Yes. Who? Well, it was. It was an amazing thing to kind of see her here, and even even more amazing. Because we, I don't know about you, if you knew her from before Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that's where I that's first where got I acquainted. That's where I for
1: sure knew her, yeah. Yeah. So.
0: But that's where really. we first got acquainted with her, and at some point, Katrina had picked up, and she's like, her voice sounds familiar. And then come to find out, she was the uh, Mirabelle in that Disney movie, Encanto. Uh-
1: yeah okay and yeah, she yeah, was yeah,
0: like yeah. and she became obsessed at that point it's like did she sing all her songs it's like yep she sang all her songs she dialed dialed oh, her. She was like wow did her. so it, it was one of those kind of disconnected because like i wouldn't have put that voice to that face and there no, it is no
1: and i didn't even know she sang so that's even cool like yeah. she dance too Is she just a triple threat jeez I guess maybe maybe yeah
0: but um so what were your initial thoughts
1: you know, um, honestly, I just thought it was fun. I, I was pretty shocked at mm-hmm. how much fun I was having as we were going through it. I kind of liked that I didn't have any, um, you know, anything in my head what I was going to expect or anything ahead of time. I knew post-apocalyptic world, fine. We're going to mm. do whatever the heck we want to with that. Um, and I did find it very interesting how they played the character of Sweet Tooth with yeah. having two actors to take this on. Um, so, uh, big dude, Joe Sanoa, mm-hmm. I had to look their names up cause like, I don't, this not a steel trap up here. Um, but then Will Arnett being the voice mm-hmm. kind of perfect. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do enjoy Will Arnett and quite a few things that he does. Some things, you know, a little too much over the top and I can let you go there, mm-hmm. but he, I think his persona nailed it. Now, I don't know if that's how. People who play the game would vision Sweet Tooth, you know, like, I don't know, again, but it just seemed like such a perfect match, the guy's physicality to be able to make it sync so well Mm -hmm. with what, you know, Will Arnett was saying, like, yeah, I had no clue. Like, if you didn't know that was two different people, you'd ever heard of Will Arnett or this, I don't know that I would have known that it was sure. a separate individual doing the voice. And an interesting play almost makes me wonder, um, Does is Joe not an actor? Just a big dude they could use? Cause
0: I think he is a wrestler, if I'm not mistaken. That would
1: track. Yeah. That would track. They don't, well, there's, I think they're actors anyway. I know. Sure. <laughs> I know people can get all mad at me, but let's just be real. They're still actors. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that just was beautiful to me. I think those two went together very nicely um and just to get to see some other people that i haven't seen in a while i know we talked about thomas hayden church mm-hmm. and i know i feel so bad that the first thing i say for him is lol i know he's done so much better things i, know, but I don't oh, know why that's where that's know. where we first met him it, was it had to be yeah it had to be because for some reason i know he's done so much shit since then like so much that if i walked up to him right now and went lol he'd probably be like really i have such a body of great work but that you was know what? much better than Wings.
0: <laughs> he might actually appreciate that too. He's like, man, no one ever talks about Lowell anymore. Right. So he might actually just be a little impressed by that, going, good pull, good pull. Good
1: pull. Yeah, the, the good old mechanic from back mm-hmm. in the Wings days. Anywho, but yes. Um, again, lovely job playing just the asshole cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should probably say spoilers, right? If you Oh, seen yeah, absolutely. We're going to be like all sorts of spoilers here. Um, so. I, have yeah, I very much enjoyed his uh, version of the cops and what they did with him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Anthony Mackie. What can you say? I think he's fun. Oh, yeah. it, you could tell he just seemed like he was having a good time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then the uh, camaraderie between, you know, Quiet and John. So Mackie and Stephanie. um, Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, before I would go into my complaints, uh, I did enjoy the story. I did like what they did with it. I like how they left it at the end. Mm-hmm. Could kind of go either way with a strike. Who knows? Maybe that will be its last season. We don't know. Um, yeah. But I liked how they set it up. I feel like it could be a fun second season if they get to keep moving forward. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, initial thoughts was just like this was just a good time. Just sit down, turn your brain off, and let them do tons of bizarre oddball things that would never work in reality, mm-hmm. but it's fun. And, sure. You know? So, what about you? Yeah. Uh, initial um, thoughts?
0: I know that a lot of people like yourself and uh, I think even Todd was telling me about this show and asking if I'd watched it and I, I didn't watch it initially when it came out and it wasn't out of a lack of interest. It was just I had other things I was kind of invested in mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'll get around to it. I just I kind of want to finish this first and uh, we, we kind of hit a wall with that show um, that we were watching and it was just like, I need I need a change. I need like for what you were watching to go to okay. It was like we we had been binge watching that, and it was kind of getting into this uh, lull of just like I just need a break. Mm -hmm. So I remembered I was like, well, twisted metal, and I was looking at the time, and I was like, watch about two episodes, I guess, or something like that. Maybe because they're like
1: thirty minutes, yeah. And
0: yeah, that that is one of the things I'll touch on in just a second. But uh, I just decided I was like, well. I'll watch about one or two episodes, kind of get a feel for it, and then we'll see where we go from there, and maybe Mm -hmm. I'll come back to it. And as soon as we started, I mean, that was just... We practically finished it that weekend because it was like, I think we
1: went through it in a weekend, too. Like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of situation.
0: Because you get a sense of everything going on. It's dark, but Mm -hmm. it's also humorous, and it's got the sensibilities. And I knew I felt... Like, the sensibilities were familiar, and then I saw who the uh, executive producers and writers were. Uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, they are two of the guys who co-wrote Deadpool. And I thought, well...
1: Oh, well then, this all is making sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: So, it took me a second, because I knew I knew their names, and I was like, why do I know their names? And then Mm -hmm. it clicked, and I was like, that explains so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that tracks completely. Mm
0: -hmm. So... Yeah, 30-minute episodes at, at most, they are involved. They're very detailed, but nothing ever feels like it overstays its welcome. Everything is well told within those 30 minutes, and then mm-hmm. move along. Yeah. As yeah. you said, there are moments where <coughs> they they felt like they were adding unnecessary drama.
1: Yeah, my, my only real chief complaint is... Is the dynamic at times between quiet and John, mm-hmm. like I was accepting like she just had a bad attitude, but let's be fair, right? when we first meet her running from the cops, agent yeah. stone, right um with her brother, um who does not make it out of this mm-hmm. exchange, right? So this is a very traumatic experience. You eventually get background on where they were coming from because the first time I saw them like, why the hell are they on a hearse? You know what I mean like Mm. but they do finally explain all that so I'm I'm forgiving to a degree with having a bad attitude you just had a shit life coming up and this like just Mm. happened so fair but every single episode to have her get in my opinion artificially pissed off about every little thing that he did said wanted to try to help or whatever just got on my nerves even if it's Mm. valid like Yes, I understand why she's this way from an entertainment standpoint. I can only take it for so long before it just starts to get on my nerves.
0: Right. There there was a point where I think the very first time that I noticed that overreaction came mm-hmm. with the jacket when yes. John yeah. was washing the jacket trying to do her a favor and then she immediately just blew up she's like, "Oh my god, why are you mm-hmm. doing what are you doing?" and she's like, "I'm washing your jacket." And she's like, mm-hmm. I tried to understand it because even her reasoning at that moment saying, well, that's all I had left of him. So it was like, okay, so the blood on the jacket, Mm -hmm. it's her brother technically. So it was just a way of hanging on to something artificial as it may be mentally because of everything she went through. Mm -hmm. It felt like an overreaction, but at the same time I was like, I'm trying to understand that, okay? I said. Right. I, I still felt like you blew up a little, just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Or
1: an initial blow up, and then eventually you come to your senses a little bit where you just had this lovely exchange, finally. You yeah. both finally sat down and actually looked like friends for a moment, you know? And then just to go straight back <clears throat> without any kind of nuance there for getting angry and then being like, well, <sighs> just to let you know, you know? And like, mm-hmm. be pissed, but does it have to be... Every time you're stomping and threatening to just like leave and steal his car or some shit,
0: you know, it's just like, yeah. And there would be (sighs) subsequent moments after the fact where, and I can't remember one of the other times, but I remember there was a point where I was like, okay, you, what the fuck? You right. know, it just felt like you're you're taking it at like, why are you going from zero to sixty like mm-hmm. that every single time? It's like Jesus Christ was ran it in. Still pissy
1: in the semi when they got on the semi. People or I can't remember what what their, the group name was, but like yeah. a city on wheels. Basically, they had everything set up in these three or four semi trucks that was just constantly kept moving and like still pissy throughout mm. that whole thing. And I'm like, now granted, I think we're supposed to believe this is all over what ten days, course Something of ten like days, that, yeah. Um, Because he was on a timer because like the, I guess the TLDR for the whole series is he is a, what do they call him? Milkman. Milkman. So in this war-torn world, he's the one that will brave the elements and make deliveries between all of these like made-up cities. You know, they have medicine, you have food. He's the one that will brave all of that stuff to get it to and from. Mm -hmm. You know, so then he was the name of the city that they all wanted to live in um and see this is why i should have wrote some of this stuff down because i knew i was going to forget it but there's a city that everybody wants to get in because it's kind of like living normal life they made up a nice little suburb got a little shopping center it just kind of feels like you're in your own little city with disregard for what's actually been going on in the outside world which Mm. is whom nev campbell is the leader. I did not expect to see her and this was a wonderful change of character that I've not gotten to really see her play.
0: Sure, yeah. That was it was a, definitely a change of pace for that for her that for actress her. for me.
1: Yeah. I and I mean, I would say I'm a decent fan. I've not seen every single piece of work that she's done, but I've Mm. seen quite a bit and she hooked me since party of five. So I've been watching her for a while. I watched Mm. that show when it was still brand new on the TVs. I used to have a crush on Scott Wolf. So there you go. Uh, So, you know, she's Sydney Watson now. That's what everyone's like. That's Sydney Watson. So it was very nice to get to see her not be necessarily a wonderful human. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it was an interesting thing. Um, I don't want to actually spoil what the big mission was, because honestly, when I found out what it was, oh, my God, I died. Or maybe yeah, I should. I don't it know. It
0: was <laughs> It was like,
1: what? What? Like, that's when you knew super bitch, right? Super bitch. So she needs something. And basically... Um, Shows John Doe around the city, how life could be for him, lets him stay there for a little bit. So long as he makes this delivery and he's not allowed to ask or know what it is. And he's Mm. got 10 days to do it, to get it to New Chicago and then back to the city that for some reason now is escaping my I feel like like it's Arizona.
0: Yeah. Why? I I was even trying to figure it out because I thought it was... Just so I remember
1: New Chicago is where he was going. Like San
0: Francisco. So, yeah. Well, no, it's not San Francisco. I don't
1: know. <laughs> We're the worst. I should have wrote all of this down really um, should have. beforehand. Uh, so, but yeah, that's kind of the um, TLDR of the plot
0: for mm. the entire
1: season is that he is dropping off this package and then all of the tomfoolery that happens along the way. Right. Um, trying to get to there, uh, which is how he met. Quiet. Mm -hmm. on the road, saving her. And then Sweet Tooth, which you guys kind of, I think, already saw in the commercials.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about Sweet Tooth for a minute because I feel like his character, uh, like you said, despite being, I mean, the way it was played out, because as you said, that was so impressive because Mm -hmm. usually that kind of dynamic doesn't really work when you have a voice and an an actor doing two different things because... Sometimes maybe it's lost in translation. Someone's not doing the same thing, but they must've been working in tandem. I feel like they had to have been. Yeah. Because it's so on point, but sweet tooth would be the greatest example of a character who has an arc and I guess quiet to a point too. I guess they all do in some way, but I
1: feel like she could have had a better one, but yes, (laughs)
0: sure. But it was this where it does this thing of being very, very dark, Mm -hmm. but also comedic. Yeah. Where because he's he's just a wild card character who yeah. is all psychotic. about the the psychotic blood and gore just and you but all really he wants to
1: do is entertain. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's where <laughs> it gets a little weird because you're like, yeah. I don't know how to take this dude. And you you kind of warm up to him and then you get a bit of a his backstory and you're just like, I don't know about you anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just kind of teetering on this. is like, do I like him? Do I not like him? I mean, he's kind of entertaining, but I don't know if I like him like him because he's yeah. a little just like too he's far. Definitely,
1: yeah. Like... And then
0: especially, and we'll try to save some spoilers, things right. like that, but there's something that happens toward the end where I felt like you lose, like I felt like I, I pulled away from him a bit, you know, where it's like, now, I don't know if I'm on your side anymore. When we got a little I,
1: out of reality there for a moment, which might have been a video game throwback, honestly. May have been. Well, not, not
0: that. It's um, kind of how everything kind of wound up for him when everything in the finale, which I'll, I'll say, right. if you're looking for something very game-related, that they saved that for the final episode yeah. of the season where it's like, okay, now we're doing Twisted Metal.
1: Mm-hmm. All the but, cars are getting lined up and doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But what he does in that moment, like his um, big move in the the big, what would you call it? Demolition Derby. Yeah, yeah, showdown. Like, there you go.
1: Everybody is like, yeah, but it's, tensions are coming to a head.
0: It's like you, I felt like if you had any sympathy for him or you felt like he was doing good, he made a decision or made a call where it kind of took that away and just like, I'm not sure if I can be on your side anymore because now you're starting to go against what I would do or my values.
1: Oh, he's goes against anything I would do. So (laughs) sure. (laughs) But I mean like, you
0: know, you just felt like he had no loyalty to people or things. And it just, I don't know. I kind of felt like he, he made a decision that made me go, ah, shit.
1: Well, if we're talking about, like, with Stu. Yeah, Stu,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The big
1: S's, the mm. Stu guys, the S and S, Stu brood, the S really brothers. S brothers. Yeah, the S brothers, that was it. Um, Because uh, he did, you know, save them. Mm. But I thought that arc was kind of fun. So when he first yeah. met his friend, basically being this savior, if you will, which mm. is... I thought that whole thing was fun because, like, the cops in this situation are kind of the bad guys because they were just some hmm. random vigilante guys who got together and decided we're gonna run this shit now, right? I I, I want to say Agent Stone was a cop beforehand. I feel like we did learn that, but not Wouldn't a great he, one.
0: Wh- I thought he was a security guard. Didn't they call him out? Oh, it maybe it like was a mall security. security guard.
1: Yeah. Okay, maybe I got that confused because I just remember when the chick came over to like steal all his stuff mm-hmm. or they're like should have been a better cop or something like that you know and then he had his whole coming or maybe together but i think you might be right it was just kind of like a rent-a-cop
0: <laughs> yeah I, I know that there was a conversation so he may have been an actual cop but then did the the night security is like a as they side do that a lot for like side that. gig yeah for money and
1: yeah. like just do security in places so yeah so i
0: feel like they had that conversation at some point i don't remember
1: yeah but they are like torturing of course people who don't Play ball with their laws, rules, whatever they've made up, because they're they the ones who decided they're the leaders here. I don't mm-hmm. think this was a democracy of any sort. Um, uh, yeah, he gets to be the the good guy in that situation, sure. you know? Um, so then they become friends. But honestly, I think I'm kind of surprised at Stu's decision. Because towards, like, Stu was one of those, he was a cop, mm-hmm. but... Not any backbone, I guess, if you will. However, the situations they wanted him to do in, I kind of like, even if he had backbone, we're just, you're just wanting us to senselessly kill people.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that's where Stu was such a good guy because he had morals Mm -hmm. because he was like, just because this is how you want to do things doesn't mean that's the way I want to do it. And you're going to punish me because I don't want to senselessly kill people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it was great that they had a character like Stu to kind of be those type of people because despite being in the apocalypse, uh-huh. you're still gonna have morals and values, or there's at least some, be some people good people. Would be. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can imagine there's people out there who's just like, I don't wanna kill people. You know?
1: No. Yeah. Like
0: if I have to in the heat of the moment, fine. But you're telling sure. me that I have someone dead to rights and you want me to kill them for what?
1: Just to you know, prove I'm backbone enough to be a cop with you guys. You know, yeah. it was pretty much all it was. Like, kill these two people, prove your metal to us. And it's like, mm. um. but Mike, though, on the other hand, no problems, right? Yeah. Like, he's just 100% survival. Mm-hmm. So I will do whatever I need to do to stay on this side of the grass kind of situation. You want me to kill people? Fine. You don't want me to? Fine. I'll do whatever. Um, Which made me kind of hate his character too. I'll be honest. Mm. I thought he was gonna turn on Stu. I I did too. He really did. I really did. Cause after there is a situation where Stu does manage to save Mike mm-hmm. from Sweet Tooth. So I thought maybe that's our moment. Mike yes. had his coming 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 around moment. Um and then they had to pull some other stupid shit where he was gonna he was gonna kill him anyway, I think. Yeah. I think if he hadn't a missed
0: mm-hmm.
1: fuck you Mike. Yeah, <laughs> just that's all I'm gonna say. Fuck you, Mike. Um. So yeah, was that what you were talking about when he's got like them both in the truck? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Stu finally makes the decision, and mm-hmm. then he's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we ex- we expected as much. I sure. Mean, I just, you can't well, kill well, off your your prize character.
1: It's true. It was too fun. But yeah, I don't know. I felt like that would have been a possible real life situation scenario. Yeah. Cause I, I, mean, I'm sure Stu was still completely freaked out that Sweet Tooth wanted to be his friend, and Stu's True. like, "I don't know how to be your friend because you're the antithesis of all I want to be in life." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, we even kind of discussed this at one point with a character like Sweet Tooth. If he could be his buddy, he could be uh, your muscle.
1: Yeah, you, you definitely got to worry be on about his good side.
0: Yeah. yeah so i don't know it's just not somebody you want to piss off i can understand it being a little uncomfortable because he gets a little clingy with his buddies and it's just like Uh, all right man i'll be your buddy but just give me some
1: space uh, just just, a little bit (laughs) uh, yeah Yeah. um so scary gentleman of course to have as your Mm. friend but uh yeah i mean he just wanted to go around doing his show and he was everybody
0: pissed off that he was upstaged by a dog
1: Oh, my gosh. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my (laughs) Like, if you're willing to off a dog in a show, Mm -hmm. nobody gives a fuck how many humans you kill, but you kill a dog. Right? What is up with (laughs) that? People lose their mind. Uh, But that gives you an insight on how screwed up he was as a child. Now, I know they were trying to explain that his parents were um, kind of to blame for that. doesn't seem like they treated him very well in his upbringing either. Mm. So I'm sure they created this... Monstrosity of a human, and then the apocalypse happened, and he had no reins put on him. You know, sure, just so, so exactly. able to go free. So you want to feel sad for him, and then, but when he does that, and just turns around, like line, I'm like, oh my god, he's lost. He's psycho. Yeah, no he's healing. lost. It. Gone. He's
0: it's he's a very complicated character in that regard to where how you feel about him because. You do kind of like him, but you're just like, oh, I just I feel bad for liking this psychopath.
1: Yeah, so that's good writing, though, right? Yeah, it's oh like yeah, You absolutely. know for sure I shouldn't like this person, but mm-hmm. it's it. likable in some areas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he is slaughtering everyone, he's got a charisma to it, you know. It <laughs> creates
0: good emotional conflict for you to have for a character like that. I feel like absolutely. that's good writing.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, I do want to talk about uh, Quiet and Loud's backstory, because Mm -hmm. that was messed up.
1: Right. Oh, wow. You're right. Um, Yeah. Go for it. Because
0: what that did for me is immediately it was just like, what happened in the world Mm -hmm. after the apocalypse? That this is how, this became the norm. Right. Because, so again, spoilers for anybody, Mm -hmm. uh, shouldn't even have to repeat, but so... Those characters, they were working on like an apple orchard or an orange. That's what it looked somewhere. like. Yeah, like
1: farmers. Yeah, they were.
0: And it was just basic work. They they mm-hmm. whatever it was that they were doing, you know, just picking Both apples from the and trees, whatnot.
1: put them in the baskets, load them up. Yeah. That's what we do. Yep.
0: But Quiet had you know bigger aspirations. She's like, oh man, we're gonna get into the big city, mm-hmm. whatever the city that whose name we can't. Fucking we remember. none of
1: us can remember right now. Neither of us. None of us. Whatever.
0: I feel like it was a, a city in. California.
1: It had to be, because I know they were in that area, and then when they were showing us the map for going up to New Chicago mm-hmm. was the first time that I was just, like, seeing how they have their United States kind of split up now after this thing had happened. I'm going to sure. say twisted, mad I'm going to find out now. All right, all right. So as so that being stupid.
0: So what they were tra- they had, or she had dreams of getting to the city, because being in the city behind the walls, that was, like, the dream life, that you can live the good life. Mm-hmm. And it didn't like, granted I'm not saying that picking apples or whatever is like the greatest life in the world.
1: but once we know their options
0: once you know your options yeah you're that just like
1: been All right, great it.
0: <laughs> that could be better. So she finds a way to cut a deal I guess to get them in so she it required them taking a, a, a deal where they both got two jobs that they had to work at for was it four years?
1: Mm-hmm. And then, yeah,
0: yeah, and then after the four years, then they could be accepted into the wall or whatever this town is, this this great city.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it sounds like a great idea. And she was just like, and you even thought, well, it does this, sound
1: like a great idea. What
0: was it? Service industry, and then the way they it, it said mm-hmm. on paper, it was like, yeah. well, here's a service industry, and then she would be. I don't even uh, remember what it was, but it was just a cleaner. very...
1: It was just innocuous job.
0: Yeah. Technical yeah. term. And come to find out, it was like indentured servitude. Uh-huh. And they would cut ears off and fingers and toes and because they didn't... Whatever
1: that person wanted to keep as a um, souvenir off of you.
0: Yeah. So these people were just a psychotic.
1: Savage. Yeah.
0: And uh, oh my god. And it's just even
1: the way they talk to them. I'm just like, and you know humans would do this. This no, is what's yeah. so sad is that you know there would be a group of people who would get that kind of power. At, well, we've seen it in history already. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, that could totally happen if an apocalypse happened. Just a group of people that's
0: And it just cool. again, it made me wonder it's like, how the fuck did this happen?
1: Right. And for it to be so Out there, too, because I I would imagine that was their version of the law that showed Mm -hmm. up right when we saw what happened to Loud with his ear, you know, at the end of that section. Anyway, yeah, but um, so casual about it. Nobody gave a crap,
0: right? It's it was really messed up situation. And Mm -hmm. like I said, the, the show can be a lot of fun and it can go to these dark places, but it never felt like they they took it to the dark place without cutting back on some levity. Like, even if they mm-hmm. left you at a dark spot, because I know that there was an episode or two where they did, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like, oh, man, I just I can't... Ugh. Like, you, you don't feel drained from it. Like, watching... If you tried to binge-watch The Handmaid's Tale, you were oh going to be depressed.
1: <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're going to be done with all of this. <laughs>
0: if you yeah. binge watch this, you were not going to get that. You're, no. You'll come back up, and you'll be like, all right, so... Uh, But, but again, I appreciated that balance. And again, good writing that you can find your humor, you can do some crazy stuff, but you can also have these deep emotional moments that resonate. Mm -hmm. And just because that whole scene in the restaurant just oh, man. angered me to no end because it was like, I don't know what is going on, but every one of these people can fuck
1: Robert right. <laughs> yeah. And then when they had that conversation, like in the walk-in I, yeah. or the back anyway, I don't know if it was necessarily the walk-in cooler. Cause he was a, um, I guess worked at this fast food restaurant behind mm-hmm. the counter and she ended up being, I guess someone's personal slave. I mean, he might've been also, but he had a job uh, <laughs> where hers was just to take care of whoever that bitch was um yeah that that was kind of heartbreaking and when she started to become quiet Mm because she talked just like everybody else and then you know trauma and here we are
0: and it made sense it was a good Mm -hmm. backstory to understand why someone would just clam up because mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you've been told and if you don't you're going to lose a finger or whatever. You're probably
1: not even trusting your own judgment anymore cuz you thought this was going to be just something you probably had to work hard for for a couple of years and then earn your way into a sweeter life. You didn't mm-hmm. know it was going to be this and she's the one who brought it up yeah. and locked them into it. You know, so you already now traumatic that you just did this to yourself and your brother. Yeah. With good intentions. I mean, no one would have known, I don't think. But still, I feel that would weigh on you, too. Sure.
0: I mean, why wouldn't it? You'd have guilt for the rest of your day saying, Mm -hmm. like, what have I done? Yeah. Like, we could have still
1: been picking apples, and this is what I did. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a messed up situation, for sure.
1: It was a hard tale to tell, but I think they they did it well. I think Mm -hmm. they did it well. Um
0: I'm trying to see if there was anything out of any of the other episodes, something that really stood out that I wanted to talk about.
1: I mean, we've got to give hats off to when Jason Mansuka shows up in anything, though. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) As soon as I saw him in one of the episodes, I'm like, this is just going to be glorious, whatever it is, because no matter what he's in, I just enjoy it. He's Mm -hmm. always just fun. Um, There's something about his personality and how he does stuff. I just, I'm drawn to it. So when I saw him show up, I'm like, this is going to be great. And of course it was. (laughs) Um, But you and I were talking about this, that um, I feel like Peacock missed a great opportunity. Because um, Stephanie's character in Brooklyn Mm Nine-Nine was dating Jason's character for a little bit in the show just as crazy dude you know like he also off his rocker that was on nbc if we remember at least Mm -hmm. you know it got bought from nbc thank you because fox was canceling it um oh my god you could have had something really funny with those two meeting back up together it could have been glorious and you didn't even have them interact
0: i know right uh
1: I was so bummed at the end of that. I'm like, "Really? You're not going to have some you you own both right now, NBC. You own both. You're not in- you're not taking anything." Those of us who, if you know, you know. And it could have just mm-hmm. been fun for some of us that, yeah, but anyway, Jason's character phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That whole episode was was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I just feel like that was such a missed opportunity. We could have had just a little like, you know, side thing that yeah. Mm. And I'm
0: glad you brought that episode up because that was actually another one that I did want to talk about because that was where we learned the origins of Evelyn, which is of the car, John's yeah. car. And one which we've not
1: talked about oddly. <laughs> it was his car, which is kind of a big deal.
0: One, I and I don't know why this did not click immediately that I had to look this up. But and you may already know this, but I'll I'll share it regardless is I kept looking at when they were doing the flashbacks of John when he stumbled upon the car. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at him and I was like, man, they got a kid that looked just like him. That's awesome. Come to find out that was his his actual son. <laughs> Anthony Mackie's uh, man, son. Oh, man.
1: Nepotism alive and well. Well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> well, well, then well, then that then, makes sense why he yeah. looked uh, so dead on. So, GG. So. <laughs>
0: but anyway, in the story, John Doe, the character... Mm -hmm. has a car named Evelyn, which is a very sporty... I I couldn't tell you what kind of car it is. It's a sporty car.
1: And it's very souped up with all the Mm. bells and whistles that makes it possible to transport goods in the apocalypse. There you go.
0: Right. And he's very, very protective of the car. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a bit in this that kind of goes back to that overreaction bullshit that we were talking about that just drove us up the wall. And when you have this backstory... With him and the car, understanding why the car is so important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a, uh, d- as this episode is getting to its conclusion, he's going to lose the car and he yeah. is dead set on, I will not lose this car. This is my car. I'm going to get this car back. Mm-hmm. And one of the disagreements we see between John and Quiet, it, it could have been car. solved with the simplest thing. Talking about that jacket or something like that. It's like, you ha- you have to understand what this car means to me. Uh-huh. Like that jacket is to you with your brother. Yeah, This is that for me. All the head- all- just one little line, but and they I- couldn't throw it in. And it was just can- led to one of those overreactions. Like, I don't understand why you're picking a car over me. It's like, motherfucker, you don't understand.
1: Right. This car saved
0: my life. It was right? there for me. Has been there for me for years.
1: And I feel like that was almost a character break for him because of how he was annoyingly wanting to get to know her and have conversations and yes. just trying to get her to talk at all. That I felt like he was oversharing that what he remembered. I know we probably didn't say this, but if you watch the show, like he has like amnesia up to a certain point. Like he only remembers from when he was what, like thirteen, fourteen on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, uh, which I guess we'll find out hopefully if there's a next season what that was all about. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I almost felt like that was a character break because of how much he's been wanting to share and get to know Quiet and and kind of just getting pissy at her for not saying anything than to just like not go why this is so important to me is I would have died had I not found this thing or yeah. something, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a. I can understand getting pissed at choosing a car over me to be fair I am a human being that is an inanimate object our lives should matter a little bit more than the car so from her standpoint in this situation yes but to your point she might have helped
0: yeah if you explained (laughs) it it's not just about it's a car it's what Uh the car represents for him and has Mm -hmm. represented for because we saw several instances where this car seemingly saved his life yeah. And it, they never did it in a supernatural way or no. something like the car was protecting him. It was more like in the moment where he needed it, the car did something for him. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got it into his head, it was like, oh shit, this car is like doing everything it can to protect me. So we're never gonna be apart. And yeah. I, you kinda you would kinda get that.
1: Yeah, sure. Like
0: your lucky charm. Mm-hmm. So
1: And yeah, it been, it just it, the it, whole it, life you remember is in that car too.
0: Yeah. So So. it's, it's, there's a reason. And it was just like,
1: just explain it. Right. And I do, I hate that when they're trying to like fabricate this kind of drama or something like this could have been a whole other different nice moment to have had. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why some people always feel like conflict is always the first very entertaining thing, which again, depends on who you are. If you like that sort of thing, go watch it all. That's fine. I can't do the conflict over and over and over again. eventually it's got to have a story arc or something which is the one I wish should have been a little bit more for her was just to have a little bit more chill by the end and again I know we're talking about 10 days right I know Mm -hmm. it was over a 10 day period of time but eh, still from an entertainment standpoint just let let her let her lighten up a little bit Mm -hmm. not everything's a fight
0: (laughs) trying to look if there was anything else I wanted to touch on because we, I mean, we, we even did talk about the, the finale and kind of how right. it came to a head. I thought that was kind of good.
1: I did like that. I thought that was a very well set up scene for mm. what would be to come. You know, right. you had, I'm imagining it might be other background characters maybe that are coming in cars maybe that you'd recognize or something i don't know but it was definitely setting up a video game type situation at the end where like all of these cars were coming together driving towards it and then they were talking about something about some sort of demolition or something at the end too right or yeah, am I crazy? yeah yeah yeah
0: because it was supposed to be the guy that they met in new chicago mm-hmm. because i think canonically in the games this is the guy responsible for The tournament. Oh, okay. And now he's actually setting up the tournament. Okay. And then he has the characters that he wants to participate. So I feel like it gives when they are able to go to another season or something like that. Now you Mm -hmm. can have other characters you didn't have a chance to introduce or maybe you did introduce and didn't quite flesh out. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have that opportunity because you're involving them. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and to what degree, I don't know. Because right. I don't know if I'd want to watch a whole season of just the Demolition Derby. It's oh, like,
1: no. You yeah. know what? I almost think they would pull that BS thing where they would be in preparation for it, but it wouldn't be till towards the end when they actually had the Derby. Right, right. Like, I so, feel like that could be what happened. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, the, mm-hmm. like you said, the, the show kind of kept us on our toes. we were trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. And... Uh, I think it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it if you've got Peacock, if you can get Peacock. Yeah. Uh, definitely check it out. And
1: and it was I, quick. I mean, it yeah. was an easy watch because they're not very long. And I think there's, what, 10 episodes? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the length of a Batman movie. Sure, yeah. It's <laughs> the entire series, right? You think? Yeah, think so, about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was just – it moved fast. It had a lot of fun. Sure, some of the dynamic they decided to have between some of the uh, cast of characters could get annoying Maybe it won't annoy you. I don't know. Mm. But for me, it did, you know. Um, And a lot of fun characters that you met along the way. I mean, getting to meet people that, like, have a semi-city, a city that's just on wheels. You know, like, that was some cool people to come across for a moment, you know? Like, and learn their background and how they came about and all this kind of stuff. I just wonder, like, where they keep getting the gas to just be constantly on the go. Right. Like, that, I have those dumb questions that sometimes I just try to explain away, you know. There's a lot of those moments, like the chick who got shot through the neck. Totally fine. Like, OK. Yeah,
0: right. We were kind of wondering that, too. It was like, didn't you just die? <laughs>
1: that's what I thought. I thought we just had her death scene. We're like, cool. Or not cool, but like, OK, yeah. so that's a thing that happened. And then, um, I don't know, the power of love, baby, I guess. you know,
0: It's a curious thing.
1: <laughs> I tell you, the power of love. Because um, when she pulled up and saw she was fine, I was just like, oh, mm. that's why. You know, you were yeah. holding out so she could come rescue you and you guys could live happily ever after. Or whatever happens there. Because mm. mm. she's now, I guess, part of the derby also. I guess. Um, uh, Miranda? Uh,
0: yes. I think yep. that was her name, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, so, because she had like that really cool little, definitely a racer car. Because mm-hmm. when they finally started to try to make her look a little bit more badass, we were talking about her being kind of a badass, but we never got to see her really be a badass and then there at the end when she drove that off and you know was like ah here we go she's gonna have her big moment you know um yeah I mean honestly it was was a lot of fun I thought they nailed it with the cast Hmm. a good ensemble cast goes a long way with me um and those who made it out for the next one, you know, we'll see. And I'm very curious about the Nev Campbell arc too. Um, Raven, I'll, I'll right, right, right. I've got it open in front of me. Sorry, just so I could remember character names I put IMDb up. <laughs> Cuz I knew I'd forget them all. Um, but yeah, I'm, I I definitely want a little bit more of a dive into her. Sure, like how yeah. did you get to be the leader of this town and why are you so sadistic? and like she's evil you guys like when you find out at the end like what the thing even was that was to be transported dick move Mm. horrible move and then playing nice like when she was showing um Uh, John, the city, Mm -hmm. you know, she's married. She has this beautiful baby. She's taking him around, cooking him steaks. They're doing all this kind of stuff. And then the moment he agrees and drives off, she's like, ugh, like give this baby away from me. And, you know, like all of it was just a setup. And you're like, oh, oh God. Oh God, you know, Um, loved that for her. I don't know why. Just like I said, I'd never seen her play a character like that. And it's evil. And I really hope we get a little bit more of that. Like, how did she become this way. Sure. I feel like that would be an interesting one that I definitely hope they would broach on a little bit more in the second season. Like how they mm-hmm. had some flashbacks to explain like quiet. I hope we have some for Raven. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm super curious how she managed to be this powerful. Well, it's like you said. I mean,
0: it's a character we've never really seen her before. I mean, how many times can you see her play Sidney Prescott being the, the damsel? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to fight back and I'm going to kill this character. I who said I think I have... it was
1: Sidney Watson. Why was I saying that? Who the heck is that even? I don't know. When maybe you said you... Prescott, I was like, why did I say Watson? I don't know. Yeah, good. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. point Go being, ahead. she's, she's <laughs> done
0: that enough. If she doesn't show up in another Scream movie,
1: I could care less. Yeah. Or no, she's done less. her time. She's done Mm -hmm. her time. She's put in her time. I honestly think everyone's put in their time. I know. People still love it. I still watch them, but I think it's ran its course. Like, it's not offering me anything new. I'm guessing it every time. Sorry. You're not even hiding it from me anymore, so it's not even fun.
0: (laughs) Well, even as they're uh, making some interesting choices... Like I kind of qu- couldn't quite figure out the the killer in the last one, but I kind of did. Just like there were there were things, and there's like, okay, I see what you're doing. You're kind of playing some mm-hmm. games here, so where uh, we can stop thinking about other characters. It's like ah, yeah, it's clever, but mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't feel like oh my god, kind of shocked to me. You know, oh, like yeah, you definitely. saw in one of the earlier movies where you're like, oh my God.
1: I don't think you'll ever capture that first one again. Sorry. And those are probably too young that weren't even around when it was out. Like you kind of missed a little magic bottle moment because of the marketing that went around it. The actors were such hot shit at that time too, that were in that. And you never had seen something be that clever. Mm -hmm. You know, it was hilarious, gory, you had no clue who it was. They turned and, and missed your expectations so many times that, like, yeah, I just don't know you'll ever be able to capture that for me again. And it makes me sad. But yeah. I'm also happy that I got to be there when it happened and got to go to the theater. Because, man, even the people in the theater were having so much fun. We're, like, screaming at the screen and, like, just yelling. And stuff. it was just it was a good time. And I just sure. feel sad for this generation that this is the versions <laughs> they're getting. But um, but if you like it, you like it. I'm not the mm. person that's going to not let you like things. I, mean, I just personally think it's ran its course. And now I'm just watching it out of obligation because I've seen them all. <laughs>
0: mm. I mean, I still had fun with them. It's just, yeah. you know, I want that. I would love to have that shock and awe moment again. Just,
1: <gasps> It's hard because we know oh the formula. God. Yeah. Like we already know we're supposed to be guessing who the killer is now. We may not know if it's one, two, three, four anymore. Like we might have to guess how many. Well, there's only been once. It was one, right? 3, 4. Yes.
0: 4 uh 3, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. So I think that was the only time we had one. Mm-hmm. And it really hit home. I didn't really realize how many um horror movies Jenna Ortega really was in. So do they just like they're like blood on her perfect. Like cuz she's I wow.
0: Yeah, she's puffing <laughs> up everywhere. She's a lot.
1: When she came up in uh X Mm-hmm. I think what I was, I was like Jesus Christ, woman! That is what you do, isn't it? It's just yeah. just horror. All right, I need to actively seek out what else she's done because I feel like that's all I've ever seen her do. It seems like it. She's had to have done more, but like, yeah. Anyway, I guess we got off on a tangent. We're on a tangent. Again. We're yeah.
0: we're good to do.
1: <laughs> Scream series. Yeah, that'll be another uh, episode. There you go. Could
0: be. So uh, I've got nothing to say about Twisted Metal if you don't. So no,
1: I can't think of anything else that. Um, yeah, I think I've said what I needed to say. I think it's right. fun. If You haven't watched it and you're looking for something, go for it. Yeah, it's like quick. I said,
0: it's a it's a quick watch. It's a it's a lot of fun, especially if I guess using Deadpool is kind of a, a, a gauge. Yeah, if you if you're a fan of Deadpool, again, same kind of humor. sensibilities, uh, uh, mm-hmm. some of the jokes and, and humor and. Mm-hmm. I think you'd uh, really enjoy it. So, That's highly right. recommend.
1: If we haven't spoiled it all to hell for you and you're still listening because you haven't seen it yet. Sure. I feel like if you stayed this long, you've probably already seen it if it was something you wanted to see. Right. If you didn't at all, then who cares, right? We just Or if did you're it all for you.
0: one of those people who doesn't really care about spoilers and you're trying to, to gauge something, to maybe gauge you listen it. to about half of it and you're just like, all right, wait, I don't want to know anymore. Let me go check it out.
1: And I'll come back, right? And, I'll and come then you'll come back and, back and listen, right? Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you siblings who who may or may not have watched the show, what did you think of Twisted Metal? We'd love to hear from you on our yeah. social media sites at Super Mario Crash, wherever you can find us. Uh, if you got a recommendation, also throw it to us over there as well. Uh, if we're not on those social media sites that, uh, that you love, let us know. We'll try to get on there. You can send us an if email. An right, right. <laughs> if it doesn't
1: require an invite.
0: Right, right. If it doesn't require an invite. Uh, you can also send us an email at uh, supermegacrash at com if you prefer. Uh, support the show over on Patreon, com signs pencil, paper, productions. Uh, we'll try to put up episodes early or maybe exclusives if, you know, we start getting enough people in where mm-hmm. we can kind of generate that content. Because if I'm right. doing it for two people,
1: you know, eh. Well, that's still two people who would deserve it because true. they were kind enough to support. That so- is true. We would like just, you know, more of you to be jealous of those two people and right. want to see it at the same time.
0: And we never said you had to, to pay like an ass ton of money. We're just, no. you know, the tiers no. are pretty generous as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Anyway, you can do that. Uh, leave us a five-star review on your podcast app of choice to help us grow in the rankings. We, we seem to always do pretty good over on Good Pod. so just... Yeah. Every time you listen, just hit the five stars. and
1: I feel like we were sleeping on them. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah.
0: and they—they they, Hey, they promoted our show uh, on Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. Maybe we can get yeah. them to promote us again. That was so this
1: bizarre one. when you showed me that. I was like, how yeah. did this happen? I don't hey. understand. But hey, it I'll was... take it. But <laughs> for sure. I don't know what happened.
0: I appreciated the hell out of it. Uh, finally, if you want to keep up with any and all things, pencilpaperproductions.com slash super mega crash links are in the show notes join us again next week siblings but until then go beyond your limits